We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it. Rocket can. So glad to have you. It is Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> sure. It's Wednesday. Um, and we still don't have any definitive decision about Josh Allen and whether or not he's going to play this weekend against the Minnesota Vikings Perloff. Mm. It's day-to-day with the elbow injury that we don't know how much um, danger he might be in to go out there with this injury now. From what I was able to read in the media, at least today, it's not a pain-tolerant situation. So it's not like, oh, if I could just play through the pain. It's something more like, can he actually grip the football? There's a lot going on, and it's hard to tell as we sit here Mm. on Wednesday whether or not Josh Allen's going to be a go. Well, honestly, the first person I would go to a situation like this is a UCL injury. Yeah. I mean, Dr. James Andrews? No, no, no. I would want to talk to a lifelong Mets fan who knows all about Tommy John surgery. I mean, wow. aren't you an expert at this now? I figured you would be able to draw draw a map of the tendons and ligaments around the elbow yes. at this point. Who was the, the original doctor who did it? Like Frank Job or Ta- something? Uh, yes, I'm his daughter. No. Uh, yeah, Tommy. So, but I have heard multiple reporters say that Tommy John, or UCL injuries are yeah. not the same. You could, A football quarterback can play through it. Tommy John is not a concern here. I don't understand that at all. That doesn't make any sense. But it's not a long-term series. I'm not reading it as a super serious injury that he'll be out there on Sunday. I know he's day to day, but it's just a big game. There's all this chatter about how now that they're going to lose the AFC East. I think you even were looking and they're maybe not even make the playoffs. I heard that today. Well, let's not get nuts, but so here's yeah. okay. Must win game. I know they're all must win. I know the bills want home field advantage, but Minnesota and Cleveland and then Detroit are your next three opponents. At Detroit, that's on Thanksgiving Day. It's the 12-30 game. It's the early game. So to me, if I'm looking at those three games, yes, every game is important. But after it's starting on December 1st, you are at New England, home for the Jets, home for Miami. Right, right. So in division, much bigger. Beyond, of course, they're so much more important than Minnesota, Cleveland, and at Detroit. I mean, even if you had to go to some bizarro tiebreaker scenario, the out-of-division mm. games is like third on the list of things you go to. So 
Wait, let me be even a little more realistic about this. Yeah. I think this Minnesota game in particular, because that's the best team out of that that trio, Cleveland, yeah. Detroit, Minnesota. Maybe you rest him here so you get make sure you get those wins against Cleveland and Detroit. Because, the, like you said, an out-of-conference division, a loss is not that big a deal. Yeah, and, the NFC, like, I, it just... I would rest him here, and I would think about it for Cleveland, too. Cleveland, yeah. So thinking Case Keenum could get the win or... Now, we were talking about this before the show. I think there's a lot that could be gained from him sitting out. Now, okay, I saw explain a stat. Yourself here, I, saw a stat. I don't know if I'm with you on that, but go ahead. I saw a number on what percentage of the offense Josh Allen is. Yeah. Something like 84% that of the yards. <laughs> yeah, and I thought that was a conservative estimate. Uh, you think this formula is going to last long term? You might want to try and develop a run game. Now, where did this work? Dallas. Cooper Rush comes in. Boom. The offensive line, the much maligned offensive line, starts run blocking like crazy. Yep. They reestablish the aggressiveness that the Cowboys used to have uh, earlier in the Dak Prescott era, and all of a sudden they're a Super Bowl contender. So maybe the Bills get a lesson out of this and really, really focus on the run, which they don't seem to like to do now. They do it no. very, very grudgingly. I think that Devin Singletary... And James Cook have some talent. Well, I think now that, and Naeem Hines, too. And Naeem well, right. Hines more of a receiver yeah, running yes. back. But, yeah, I, I think that they could spread the ball a little bit more. And I just think that Josh Allen runs too much. I mean, I know you need it to win, but you're. it's like when you have a kid. Yeah. You, you could do a shortcut and find a way to win. Their <laughs> shortcut is on third and four having Josh Allen run. Yeah. At some point, you got to teach everybody else to fly. You have to do it the hard way. You have <laughs> to have these like other guys. a kid? Well, yeah. When I have a, a kid, basically, you could do everything for him right. or her. Yeah, right. But they're never going to learn. Sure, sure. So going to a third and short every time going to Josh Allen, these running backs are never going to develop confidence. The offensive line is never going to trust. No one's going to trust these guys because they're always going to say, oh, Josh Allen will just do it. So they need to sort of expand the horizons. Does all that make sense as a Bills fan? It does. And depending how bad this injury is, I might really talk myself into your theory. Here. Yeah, no, I'm going to is... try that on for size. That could end up being like my number one thing that helps me sleep at night. Do you know what the last time Case Keenum and Stefan Diggs hooked up, you know what their record was that year? 13-3. and three. You, They can win some games. These, Diggs is awesome. Yeah. I know Case was, he was okay in Cleveland. He was sort of around a 500 quarterback. They could win some games. Okay. There's a lot of talent here. The defense is getting healthier, maybe. This is Milano like... will come back. I don't know. This is like when your friend is trying to make it better when you've heard some really bad news. <laughs> like, over the weekend, I was at a friend's 40th birthday party, yeah. and one of my other friends lost their phone. And, you know, what do you say to somebody when they lose their phone? Like, hey, man, it's going to be fine. Everything's in the cloud, even though you know, like, you're screwed. <laughs> you're going to have to buy a new phone. It's going to be a pain. Like, you're going to have to explain it to your family, you know, that, like, you, you lost your phone. Just like, but, first of all, you're you, trying to give me some good news and sugarcoat it, but it's, you know. I would actually rather lose my phone than lose Josh Allen because you can find <laughs> yeah. my to find the phone and everything is in the cloud. Now. <laughs> I know. That's not just that's something you. They, that's not something you say to make everybody feel better. That's an actual <laughs> that's an fact. Actually just true. Uh, um, okay, so I, I agree with you though in that I think it would help the Bills if they try to learn a different way to win. You're right about that. Teach every everyone else taking on a little bit more of the responsibility as as opposed to Josh Allen just having to be everything. He's been Superman. Yeah, he has. It's not sustainable. You're right. Everyone's right about that. But in the meantime, when it becomes crunch time in the fourth quarter, 
of course Josh is just going to yeah. bail everybody out or he's going to try. And sometimes lately in second halves, it's been actually having the opposite effect where he's been throwing some bad picks yep. and you haven't seen the poise. Well, it, the, the problem with the Bills is Josh Allen's not just bailing them out in the fourth quarter. I've seen him do design runs in the first quarter. I know. <laughs> uh, and it actually, I thought they, they did it early against the Jets. They were moving the ball like crazy. But I, I do think that they should use the running backs more. I, I feel like such a fan, fans always say, you got to run the ball. You got to run the ball. Kind of feels like the Bills need to run the ball. Uh, okay, so you're welcome to weigh in on that at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. But this is very special right now, Perloff. Yeah, it's it's a it's award season here at the Maggie and Perloff show. I know, we're all dressed up today. Uh, no. I had no idea I would have worn my best gown. Well, it's only midseason awards. For oh. the postseason awards, we go black tie. Okay. Well, let's hit the music for Against the Grain. Against the Grain. So, actually, you know about the grainies, right? There's, the, It's like the Golden Globes of NFL <laughs> Awards. Yeah. It's more irreverent. These I... are Against the Grain Awards. There's a mid-season set of awards. They yeah. don't quite mean the same as the season ending. It's sort of the front runners. okay? Yeah, everyone knows who the MVP is. Everyone knows it's Mahomes, Josh Allen, or Hurts, right? Everyone knows Coach of the Year, Sirianni, or Brian Dable, or Robert Sala, and Rookie of the Year, Kenneth Walker, Sauce Gardner, done. Nobody cares about that, right? That stuff's easy. Let's get some unusual against-the-grain awards. Uh, is this the music? Or did I, I did I blow the cue for the music? Sandra told me this <laughs> we, whole We went over session. this four times. Then my buddy walked in the room and I got completely distracted. <laughs> it's cool. Ryan Leaf is here. He's going to join us in Hit a minute. Hit that award music, Let's then. go with the grainy. <laughs> hey, Ryan. <laughs> the grainy. I ideally, I wish Ryan did not have to witness any of this. Uh, <laughs> no, he's front and center. Wore a tuxedo too, which I appreciate. Yeah, I know. Ryan's pretty used to this crap at this point. Um, <laughs> okay, award all right, I'm gonna start one. with my most improved coach against the grain awards. Against the grain, most most improved, improved coach. coach. Care to guess? Don't do it. You know it. Oh, don't. Yes. Do it. No. Yes. <laughs> it is revolutionary war hero. <laughs> no. Nathaniel Hackett is the most improved coach in the NFL. Against the grain, and you cannot argue against me. Week one, this dude brilliantly set the bar so low <laughs> with his missed 64-yard field goal. Yes. And then the 12-9 overtime loss to the Colts in primetime, that was all strategy. When's the last time we've mentioned his name? When's the last time he made a late-game mistake, Maggie? Well, they've been on a bye. And even before that, he's <laughs> got about three weeks without a major mistake. He is... He has actually worked his way up to just bad coach and not complete dumpster fire. He's therefore the most improved coach. Wow. Definitely should have gone for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one is another against grain award. The not comeback player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little mean. Now, my first choice for this was Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons. Because oh, he literally. literally did not yeah. come back. Somehow got traded at the deadline, though. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's a great point. Uh, Michael Thomas has made a strong case. Ah, uh, yes. But he already won it in 2020 and 2021. J.K. Dobbins. I don't know what's going on with that guy. Chase Young in Washington. <laughs> Wasn't he supposed to be back? I heard rumors. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky was a strong candidate oh. for this because we thought he was going to come back. But it's got to be Baker Mayfield of the Panthers. Last year struggled. I think we all, somewhere inside, had hoped that Baker Mayfield was going to turn around. Yeah. He is the front runner. Although he did kind of ball out in junk time last week, <laughs> so maybe he'll come back. Mid-season, not comeback player of the year. Okay. 
Uh, the NFL should make that a real thing, by the way. Yes. Uh, the saddest hug of the year. This one's easy. <laughs> now, okay, this is midseason. At the end of the year, Aaron Rodgers hugging Mike McCarthy is going to be the saddest hug of the year. <laughs> We're going to see it on Sunday. That'll be pathetic. But your guy, Josh <laughs> Allen, leaning against Tua Tungavailoa yeah. in week three was the saddest you have to remember the visual. He, he wasn't hugging him. Josh Allen was almost dead. Yes, it was just, well, maybe. But it looked like Tua was a mother comforting a little baby. Yeah. A 270-pound man <laughs> had to lean on a 180-pound quarterback. Yeah. And I'm sorry, your Bills lost because it was hot outside, Maggie? I know. Pathetic. I, terrible excuse. All right. Uh, this one's for Samter. The most devastating headwear of the season. <laughs> Mike, you want to do the honors? Who wore the most devastating headwear hat? I'm going to go a little Sauce Gardner with Sauce his Gardner. cheese head. When Sauce Gardner put on the cheese head, Aaron Rodgers should have walked up to the podium and said, I retire. Because <laughs> there is no way to recover from that. For a for a cocky rookie cornerback to put on a cheese head yep. and run around Lambeau Field was the end of the Packers dynasty. I'm sorry. Did you recover from that? I don't think so. I thought you were going to go with the karate kid thing that uh, Zach Wilson wears. Oh, that's so good. But the I thing, love that. Yeah. <laughs> the headband that like doesn't appear to be soaking up any kind of sweat or anything. It's just really for the look. Okay. Uh, there's some awards that we're not going to do the full presentation. They were handed out yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, the most ill-advised rant was actually Kyler Murray yelling at DeAndre Hopkins. A man who just got <laughs> you paid $160 million. Uh, the best getting his name out there is obviously Odell, Odell Beckham. Beckham. Yeah. Um, he, that's a lifetime achievement award for him. The team that plays the same game every week, it was a tie between the Chargers and the Falcons. Is there any difference between <laughs> any Chargers or Falcons game? Um, okay. couple more categories, and we'll wrap this up. The best offensive lineman plucked from the TV ranks to be head coach. The winner is? <laughs> Who could it be? It's Jeff Saturday. La La Land. Jeff Saturday. But it's midseason. The last eight oh. games, Damian Woody, Mark Schlereth, uh, Brian Baldinger, they all could get a call. So right now, Jeff Saturday is winning this. By the way, Ryan Leaf is in the studio. He could get a call. He could be an interim coach. I know. We're lucky he came in today. Um, okay, Mike did not like this one uh, before the show, but player that played this year that we all forgot about, Joe Flacco of the Jets. <laughs> uh, do not remember it. Do you remember Brett Rippon's start in Denver? I did not remember. Oh, yeah. Skylar Thompson, Miami. Yeah. Um, most improved TV viewer, me. I've gotten my ability to go from Amazon Thursday night to ESPN College Football within seven seconds. Good for you. Yes. It's taken a, a whole year to do that. Can we have an applause for yes. Proloff? Seven seconds to go in between the streaming service and cable. We salute uh, you. And the last award dad. is the most anonymous 7 and one team. Uh, it's the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. There's only one 7 and one team. And they, they it was still a tight competition. Because is anybody talking about this, team? And no. if they beat Buffalo without Josh Allen, they're going to be the most anonymous 8-1 team. They are <laughs> Four the, backup quarterbacks. That's all they face. That's all they face. They are the ultimate not-getting-credit team. Now, is that a mistake on our part? Uh, that Right now, it's, an, it's a prestigious award, the most anonymous 7-1 team. Every team aspires <laughs> to get it. The Vikings get it, but I got to tell you, they're barely holding on. So wow. that's the grainies for right now, but this is all setting up for the postseason grainies. We'll have a red carpet. Yeah, please let me know. Yes. So we'll, I can make sure I'm dressed appropriately. Yes. I mean, you look fine, but I, you know. I mean, it's not, it's not my formal it's not attire. Grainy. It's not no. grainies. No. Uh, yeah, I, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to host it this year. It's going to be Jimmy Kimmel. Oh. Um, but that was the <laughs> midseason. Hell grainies. of a booking. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, 
Yeah, that was uh, that's some interesting. Yeah, it started it. off with Nathaniel Hackett. I knew I lost you right there, but you knew I was going to do that. Didn't I you? love it. I love it. Well, yeah. not the Hackett thing, but I loved everything else. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. You may have heard Ryan Leaf is here in the studio. He's going to join us on the set in just a moment. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> Welcome back <laughs> to Maggie and Perloff. Uh, if you were listening last segment, Ryan Leaf, former college star, NFL player, disrupted the entire against the grain there, walking <laughs> yeah. in mid-segment. But I'm so glad you feel at home here. You, uh, you were in studio about a month ago, and you were gracious enough to come back down here. The interesting thing is, Ryan, I love talking both college and pro with you so much. Uh, you know, you, you do both games. If you had to say, which, which one do you enjoy more? Is there an answer to that question? I don't think there is. Yeah. I love football. Yeah. I absolutely love it. It gave me everything, you know, and for a long time it was incredibly toxic because I made it toxic, right? Um, so if I get the opportunity to call NFL games, I, it's easier to call NFL games because the rosters are so much smaller. Uh, you you know the stars on the team. Yeah. You know the statistics. I don't have to be uh, as locked into my, my charts because I know it because right. I've covered it so much. But you grab that, that college – football chart and you have 110 numbers <laughs> right and duplicate numbers and guys when you talk to the coach the day before i'm like is there anybody unexpected that may play this weekend and they're like no 20 people no yeah. no we're fine first play of the game like the four string wide receiver a reverse <laughs> that we have nowhere on our chart and i'm just like we look at our play-by-play person going, what? What's going on? Wait, and and you, you have four hours to fill, by the way, just yes. to be, yeah, I be know, clear. Because college football <laughs> games last forever. But the other thing is, I always thought that the NFL was more paranoid than college. It's not true. The college football coaches, I think, are the most paranoid human beings on the face of the earth. 
Is they well, they're, the transparency isn't needed. Like it, it's not uh, a requirement. A requirement yeah. at the collegiate level. So therefore, they it's already built in their mind as, as kind of as a stigma. Like we have to protect everything at, at, at the, <sighs> as most as we can. You know, where the NFL is like, can we protect us a little bit more? We want to tell everybody what's going <laughs> yeah, right. on with us every waking minute. Yeah. You know. So yeah, it's it is not the paranoia is not the same as it is in college football. I will say this, the stadiums on Saturdays in college football. Yeah. I was in Norman last weekend for Oklahoma Baylor. A few weeks ago, I was at College Station for Ole Miss. I mean, and then in, I was at Georgia for uh, Auburn, Georgia. And just the atmosphere in college football is just, there's nothing you can compare it to. So if you're asking me which one, I would rather do a college football game in that mm. type of atmosphere. Yeah. But once I do an NFL game, I remember talking to my boss going, I want to do another one as fast as possible. And he's like, uh, I may have one more later in the year. And I'm just like, no, every week <laughs> is what I want to do. Uh, Ryan Leaf is here in studio. He's the host of The Straight Line on Points Bet USA. And that's just one of the five, maybe six, seven, eight jobs that you have. Okay. I'm a mercenary. I love it. So let's talk about for college because we have two big show debates that are kind of brewing around here. Number one is about Alabama. So they're ninth in the college football rankings as of last night. And I think this is, I'm not going to say the end of the dynasty, but it's on life support. And I don't believe that Nick Saban is going to win another national championship at Alabama. What do you think? Well, I think that's a little drastic. Uh, He's still the best coach in the game. Uh, He's got to get his hands wrapped around what NIL looks like in terms of recruiting. He got beat at it, and he was upset about it this offseason. He got after a couple other coaches because of it. He just got beat at it this year. He's going to figure it out. Right, mm-hmm. they're going to figure out how to get it done, and he's going to get the best recruiting class in the country to Alabama once again. And then, you know, he's got the reigning Heisman Trophy winner playing there. He's going to go get a guy like that to get it done. So I, I'm not ready to rule him out, um, but I do think NIL has made college football a little more uh, parity driven. Mm-hmm. I think teams that normally wouldn't maybe get a five star kid are going to get a five star kid and are going to be better. I was here last time with you, and I told you that there was a, a huge gap between Georgia and everybody else, and then they kind of stumbled against Kent State, Missouri, and I kind of I, I even got fooled by that. Like yeah. I even got like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. they're not as good as it. No, they're they're far and away the best football team in America. I just you know we just got convinced by everybody else in the the college football playoff ranking them third last week. Well, what it's what, cute, what, yeah, it's cute, yeah. <laughs> well, Kirby, Kirby Smart was loving life last week. I okay, I don't been, do it. Well, it's a little recent. I mean, listen, Alabama falling off this cliff. If those games were not at LSU at night, which is mayhem, and in Knoxville, that game, particular game where Alabama had to go to Knoxville, it, they were going to these incredibly difficult places with this giant target on their back because they were Alabama. But that's always the case. That's always the case, but the, I just think the schedule did not lay out well this year. They got a lot of Vandy at home, a lot of, you know, it just, they didn't know Tennessee was going to be they like should've this. Got, they should have easily, listen to this. Okay, yeah. so so Alabama is two plays away from being five and four. And they're also two plays away two from ways being undefeated. undefeated. Yes. yes. So let's not let's not. But I will say this to your point: it's competitive every single week for them. And before yeah. it wasn't. Before they put teams away, they covered lines. This is a different thing where it's competitive every single week. And this week against Ole Miss, they're twelve point favorites, and I don't think they win by that many if they win at all. Uh, Lane Kiffin, he understands he screwed up last year the way he did that interview on CBS right before kickoff, <laughs> yeah. how he approached it. He's got to do things differently. They're running the football really well. I saw him a couple weeks ago. I think they learned a lot from that LSU loss. So I wouldn't be surprised if Ole Miss uh, generates some real interest this weekend at home. 
Ryan Leaf is here in studio. He's the host of the Straight Line on Points Bet USA. Our second college football uh, debate, I guess, was about did TCU get disrespected? Now, they didn't in the latest college football playoff rankings. Do you think they deserve to be ranked fourth? Because, I have them ranked third. Okay, because Perloff is not a believer in the Big 12 this year. Really? I think it's the best conference in America. That is against the grain. <laughs> From top to bottom, I think they're the best conference in America. I mean, okay, explain. Well, you would have to you would have to say Iowa State's the worst team with in terms of what their record is, mm-hmm. and they are a very good defensive and good football team coached by Matt Campbell. So from top to bottom, they are the best team, uh, best conference in America. Every game, every week is there's something to it. I think Iowa State's favored this week against whoever they're playing. I don't I forget who they're playing, but uh, Texas has a real chance if they win this weekend to run the table and be in the Big Twelve championship. Well, Iowa State's playing Oklahoma State, yeah. who was a top ten team who lost forty eight to nothing. Well, they, they are just ravaged with injuries. So Their quarterback, I, Spencer Sanders, who's, who's been there for 14 years, he couldn't go. You know? My argument against TCU is they they were trailing in the fourth quarter. Texas Tech, who's not a really good team. They're, they're a good they're team. They're a 500 team. And West Virginia, another 500 team. I feel like if you put TCU into the SEC, I know this is a cliche, there'd be three or four losses. I don't even think that's a harsh statement against TCU. That's just a reality. You put Tennessee on a neutral field against TCU, I think people would say Tennessee's a double-digit favorite. Maybe. But that, that happens all the time. Oregon went into Ohio State as a double-digit underdog last year and beat their tail. You know, So I, I don't buy into any of that. What I've seen with my own eyes and what I watch on film, TCU, regardless of situation, find ways to win. And I'm going to reward teams that win. I'm not going to re- reward teams that could have won or should have won. <laughs> yeah. We're not a we're not a what if they were on we're a neutral not a field. what-if poll yeah. at, the, yeah. at the straight line with Ryan Leaf. Right? <laughs> that's not what we are. Uh, I think it's a great conference. Uh, I spend a lot of my time in it, so I see it up close and mm-hmm. personal. Uh, I call all the Big 12 now on ESPN Plus games, um, and so I get all the best games when I when I get those opportunities. And I get to see Texas Tech this week. This is the second time I've called their games. They have one of the best defensive coordinators in the business in Tim DeRuiter. I mean, they're going to come to play every week. And mm-hmm. Joey McGuire, the guy that they hired last offseason, he is Texas through and through. Like, if he ripped open his shirt after a win, it would just have, like, a huge tattoo <laughs> of Texas. Right? Okay. That's who that dude is. And they've just been they've just been bitten by the, the injury bug at the quarterback position. They have not found their quarterback. Uh, and Kansas is the story of the year for me. I cannot wait. Uh, got a, a chance to spend a lot of time with Lance Leipold and, 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 and those Kansas players when I was down there this summer. I, I'm so happy for their success. Uh, and I think they go on the road and find another way to win after being bowl eligible for the first time since 2008. This is so surprising to me because – I figured you were going to come in here and make the case for the Pac-12 teams. <laughs> I was sure that you're going to say Oregon, USC, UCLA. That they, wh- wh- one of those one-loss teams should be in the Final Four. But I feel like you're saying that about the Big 12 now. Can the Pac can the Pac-12 find their way into the Final Four the way it's set up now? Well, I, th- I think because the Big 12 is so darn competitive, I do think TCU gets tripped up along the way. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so that opens a spot. And, and I don't think the committee and, and how they opened it up with TCU as the number seven team as an undefeated team are going to put a Big 12 champion with one loss into the college football playoff, unfortunately. I just I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I, I was interested to see what the committee did with, with Tennessee. Would they move them out of the top four? And I thought by moving them out of the top four, they capped them with a the ceiling. Mm. that now the team behind them, the Oregon Ducks, have a chance to leapfrog them if they win the Pac-12 championship because that's what they'll have goal for them. If they want to go head-to-head with Georgia and say Georgia only beat them by 14 where Georgia beat Oregon by 46, that's a that's a huge differential. But one team's going to have a conference championship, and that variable for the committee is huge. The bigger question in all of this 
is what does the committee do if LSU somehow, yep. some way, upsets Georgia in the SEC championship? Georgia's already in. They're already in like they were a year ago. No matter if they won or lost that game against Alabama, they lost. They're in the they're in the tournament. I I this is my hot take on this. I don't think the SEC champion LSU Tigers are in the Final Four. Yeah. If that happens, if they wow. win, if yep. they win the whole thing. Oh wow! I, that's a like we've been talking about that, and that's I like think, a legit. I know I don't believe for a minute they beat Georgia. Okay, but. so much would have to happen. But let's just say the magic carpet ride like really happens here for Brian Kelly in his first year. I think there's no way the committee, because of their recency bias and because of the de- the deferential treatment they always give to the SEC, I think there's no way they're leaving out the SEC champion, even if it feels quote unquote fluky. I'm with you. Know? you. I'm with you. But I just. I mean, you but just, are you sure LSU's even going to not lose one of these next I'm three not. games? That's no, no, the other no, thing. They're going to be they're in a dogfight every no, week. I know, but they're like, going to Arkansas. I know the hypothetical, yeah. but I even think it's like TCU. I have a feeling we might not even get to this argument, and they're certainly not going to be Georgia. So I, I get it. it now, it just, now it LSU, LSU, a little hypothetical. LSU has to lose both games. Alabama has to win out. Alabama goes. Yeah, or Ole, Ole Miss, right? Ole Miss upsets Alabama, and LSU lose, loses one more. Ole Miss goes. Yeah. Okay, so they uh, that's so interesting. Well, then we have to start talking about Ole Miss? Yeah, if they're a one-loss SEC champion, they're in. They're that, in. I agree that, with you. Well, okay, uh, back to Oregon. Oregon also has a bit of a tough run. It's They have Utah, Oregon State, Washington. You you know the Pac-12 really well. Do you think they're going to get through to the title game undefeated? Well, I think what they got going for them is both the real brutal ones, Washington and uh, Utah, are both at home yeah. over the next two weeks. I think they absolutely destroy Washington this weekend. And then I think next week's going to be that, that game, that game that defines their season, right? Uh, and then the Civil War is always a, a brutal contest. It doesn't matter what the records are. Jonathan Smith has put together a really good football team. But I think if you have the Pac-12 championship and a, a college football playoff berth on the line, I think Oregon finds a way to get it done. So it, it all comes down to next week for me. Um, I will say this, Oregon State could be a top 25 team by then. They they were just in, got beat by Washington, are out now. So Oregon has a real chance to play four consecutive top 25 teams plus the with the Pac-12 championship. That would bolster their resume even more for the committee to not look so harshly at the 49 to 3. Because guess yeah. what? If they get in, they're most likely going to be the four seed. Who would they play in round one? Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. So you... Bo Nix, poor Bo Nix. It's the one team he's never beaten. So you, well, I, I think he'd love that opportunity because this team is much better, and I guarantee you it wouldn't be a forty-nine to three game this time. And if you watch the game closely, they were competitive that first half. They really were. They just made some bad mistakes, and that's what Georgia makes you do. Tennessee found that out firsthand this week. So, I mean, it's it's really interesting. I think the committee is, you know, I there's no reason why USC should be so far ahead of UCLA in the conversation. So. Um, and Utah's just kind of hanging out there. Two losses. You know, the loss to Florida opening weekend really looks bad. I, I Going on the road, they can do it at Oregon. And they've had Oregon's number the last few years. Kyle Whittingham has. But that place is so difficult to play in the way the team's playing right now. They are really, really good. Ryan Leaf is here with us in studio. He's the host of the Straight Line on Point Bet USA. Uh, okay, we. I got to ask you this. I've been holding on for like the last 10 minutes. I'm, I wanted to bombard you with it as soon as you walk through the door. But I've been doing a lot of like yoga and calming exercises because I'm freaking out about Josh Allen's elbow. Oh. I'm a huge Buffalo Bills fan. I have been my whole life. I was born into it. It's the that and the Mets are the two sports affiliations that I just really hold deep in my heart. And I'm dying, Ryan. I have no idea what a UCL injury means for a quarterback. I've got doctors all over my Twitter timeline <laughs> trying to tell me 
Can you tell me like how much trouble is Allen in here? Okay, I don't even know what the hell a UCL is. So <laughs> it's like Tommy John. Oh yeah, the that's... inside but nerve wait, here. Do you know what it stands for, Maggie? Because I actually got ulnar collateral. I know everything about ulnar this. Collateral. You guys, ulnar collateral ligament. Yes. yes. Okay, so. I, I did something in college I knew with, with my elbow. <laughs> yeah, of and course you have. Is there, is there a single body part that you have not heard at some point? Probably not. Probably <laughs> not. Um, and we didn't, I mean, it was 25 years ago. We didn't fully understand anything. I just know I, I did something the night before a game against Arizona State. And the next day I couldn't even throw a pillow across the, the hotel room. And I'm looking at my backup quarterback saying, you're going to have to start. We are undefeated. We're like sixth in the country on the road. And I'm telling my backup that he's going to have to probably play the game. And the dude just... I mean, he's just, just sweating bullets. <laughs> and uh, my my uh, um, trainer, he 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 made this this ligament out of tape. Essentially, he said I had a tennis elbow. It was a tennis okay. elbow type of thing. And he made this ligament out of the tape. And I went out and threw for more yards than I'd ever thrown for in my in my career. Four hundred forty-seven wow. that night. And were you in pain? I I wasn't. Now I can't remember if they shot me up with Tordal or not. I'm sure I'm pretty sure they probably did. That was the go-to anti-inflammatory. Yeah. But then I wore a sleeve over it, and we taped it up the same way for the the rest of the season. And by the time we got to the Rose Bowl, it wasn't an issue. Um, there was no issues at the combine with NFL teams looking at it. Never never presented a problem again for the rest of my life. Wow. So if this is something similar, but when you talk about Tommy John, that's that's as a thrower, then that then that's a difference maker. That and and so that makes me worried. Now for the short term, I'm not worried. I, Case Keenum is incredibly talented at what he does. Yeah. He knows this offense well. He's going to get them through what they need to get them through. And if they have to let Josh sit out for a few weeks, the only thing that I'd be worried about in this is right now they have home field advantage. And that's going to be a huge factor. Yeah, yep. It really, really is. Um, because even though they've won in, at Arrowhead in the regular season, you know, the last two times they played, people still remember the 13-second game. And, it, it, and that was because it was in Arrowhead. If, it's, if that is in Orchard Park – that doesn't even happen because yep. Sean McDermott isn't freaking out with all the pressure and everything like that, and he's doing the right thing in those mm -hmm. moments. Yep. So it's a huge factor that they get home field advantage. It really is. Ryan, let me ask you a question. Josh Allen's a big guy like you're a big guy. He seems to run a lot, and he doesn't run with any fear. Are you worried about him long-term, regardless of this injury? Well, I mean, I don't know what – I mean, NFL careers now, in my mind, especially with the money that they're making, I don't think they're really looking to do it for – for Tom Brady type careers. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I think they're looking to get their championships, make their nest egg for their family and get out. And so I think Josh Allen's like, you know, I got nothing to worry about. I, I got all the money in the world. Uh, I, I want to go just go play football, enjoy it and win a championship. Ultimately, that's what he is. And for him to win a championship, he believes he's got to do that. I don't, he, he doesn't need to think about his future. And, and uh, um, I know that's hard for, for everybody around him. Or wait a fans minute! Like wait a that. minute! What? But he—he's not <laughs> thinking on. about it. He's thinking about winning a championship this year. Okay. I mean, Matthew Stafford could have just, with his elbow and everything, if he really wanted to. Like he, he has a different mindset than maybe Josh Allen does. Like if Josh Allen wins a championship and his elbow feels a little iffy, I wouldn't be surprised if he'd say, "All right, I'm out." No. Wait a minute, but Ryan, I, I thought the Bills finally had their quarterback for the next like 15 years. Uh, they think that you, you <laughs> oh, don't. No. You don't. You don't know that, right? The amount of money that they make now. I know it's, it's a, a lot. Diff, it's <laughs> the amount of money that they make now. They can go out and pour everything they can into a season and not worry about what what's set up for the next. If they can win a championship, now he's never going to leave this game until he wins a championship. That is his ultimate goal, and that's what I love about him. He's such a winner. But I tell you what. The mindset of a lot of these players now is to make as much, because the second contract is worth so much money now that they don't have to play into that third contract. You know, the guys are making um, so much money in their second contract is what the career earnings of, let's say, Peyton and Eli 
all through the years that they played, and they played for a long, long time. You just don't have to do it anymore, but you always still want to win a championship. So it surprised me a little bit, and it wouldn't surprise me if Matthew Stafford starts looking at some things because of the amount of money that he's made. Yeah. And he's got his championship yeah. in his back pocket now. Turns out he's in concussion protocol. Uh, so we're not even sure if he's going to play this weekend against the Cardinals. Uh, Ryan, this is great. Thank you so, so much for doing it. We know you are the busiest person. <laughs> this is your busiest time of year to come into the studio. We can't tell you how much we and appreciate it. We're so proud of you for taking the subway here. You're a New Yorker now. <laughs> I know. No mistakes. Didn't go the wrong way this time. I didn't end up in a different borough. Look I, at you. Matt, yes, just carry it now with me. It just sits in my pocket. <laughs> the Metro cart. There you go. I know. You're still calling it Houston Street. We're going to work on that, What though. street is it? It's called uh, Houston yeah. Street. We didn't want to say is it. Is it really Houston Street? <laughs> yeah. It's really Houston. Is it spelled Houston, though? It's yes. spelled Houston. So that's your guys' problem. That's not it's my our problem. problem. All right? I don't want it to be your problem. Yeah. This is we're gonna. This is like makes our heart just burst with joy. Uh, we yeah. got you know, bagels and locks last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, you're that's, taking the subway. I'm, I'm disappointed that wasn't part of this. Oh, now we know why you showed up. Okay. I'm sorry. Actually, I can't. Uh, uh, Anna and MacGyver were here the last 10 days. Yeah. And Anna uh, uh, made a little reference to me, like, yeah. you put on a few pounds? <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> I said they got me uh, freaking bagels and locks last time I oh, was here. Oh, you play me, and you know, oh, Sienna's always on my side, so I'm not worried about this. No, so she, so yeah, so she, she kind of got me hitting the, uh, hitting the, the gym a little uh, bit you, and uh, and eating differently. So you know, I, we'll, we'll keep that in mind. Three days time. in a row now, I've been really, really good. Okay. All right. Good luck out there. I got to travel. The travel is always the, the hardest stuff. part. Also, <laughs> especially someone, to Texas with the barbecue. I know. Well, someone also should have told you that moving to New York City is like the equivalent of your freshman year, like the freshman 15. Oh, yeah. This is what moving to New York. You're going to put on 15 pounds. You'll take it off. I, I've already put on 30, I think, is the way I did it. Yeah. <laughs> but you look great. Thank you. Uh, host of point of the straight line, excuse me, on Points Bet USA, Ryan Leaf. You can hear him calling college football games, calling NFL games, doing it all. Thank you, Ryan. All right. Coming up next. We have the one sports beef that just won't end. Why won't this end? We're going to get to that in just a moment. Don't move. Here's a CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Maggie and Perloff, if you missed Ryan Leaf in studio with us, you can always download the Maggie and Perloff podcast. He was excellent, not just because he was backing up my claims about the Big 12 uh, and how <laughs> it's a good conference and how Perloff's wait, wait, been writing them said off. He the said best, best conference in America. We'll see if it ends up that way. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Tom is in Tucson, wants to talk about the Buffalo Bills. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. You guys doing okay? Yeah, we're doing great. What's on your mind? Okay. Before I start, I'm from Lewiston, New York. Okay. What New York town are you from, Maggie? I am from Binghamton, New York. Oh, okay. Simple I was born in Syracuse, Tom. I want to point that Atta out. Boy, I'm a big Syracuse fan. Uh, my my worry is on the defense. Yeah. Uh, great pass rush. You can't run wide on them. The linebackers are good. The safeties are good. But Green Bay and the Jets ran the ball right down their throat. Mm-hmm. And that's a bit of a concern to me. What do you guys think? Um, I'm right there with you. And first of all, Tom, I bet all of your friends back in New York are so jealous that you moved to Arizona. 
And <laughs> I'm sure that you create a lot of envy. They probably don't say it to your face, but believe me, they're talking about it. And thank you so much for the call. Wait, wait, this is shocking to me. You're worried about some aspect of the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> okay, I'm just looking at the injury report if we want to get, let's get nuts. So what happens is the Bills are down safeties. Obviously, we yeah. know that Micah hides out for the season and that Jordan Poyer has been dealing with injuries, kind of been a little bit in and out of the lineup the last couple of games and was out last week. Matt Milano, who's actually like the low-key key to the Bills being able to stop the run, was out last week. Yeah. And you could tell it's very obvious. And so, yes, like, you know, the Bills having a great pass rush is excellent. Getting Tredavious White back as one of their great corners is awesome. But it doesn't solve what's in the middle there. And when you get a good run game that's able to just lean on them and lean on them, you see what happened against the New York Jets. Yeah. No, I mean, the Milano injury is huge. And you actually had said that the one concern you had is that he's always out of the lineup yep. for some point or other. Yeah, definitely. If if you think anything negative about the Bills or any team that you root for, <laughs> give us a call at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227, because you will find a sympathetic ear in Maggie Gray who is so willing to go into a negative place with your own team. Listen, misery loves company. If you need misery, someone to... Two. I, I know, but the quarterback's dealing with an elbow injury. And if, a one-game losing streak. Yeah, I know. Samter's never going to let me forget that. Congrats <laughs> on your Super Bowl last week against the Bills. But I think that... I I will be here to, like, yes, what is it, lament? Like, anyone, if you want to complain about your team, I'll be right there with yes. you. We should call it the pile-on or something. You should you should be a Philadelphia sports fan. You would fit right in because they could see the negative in anything. <laughs> they short of a championship, and they're booing. Meanwhile, Jordan Poyer did not practice today. Vaughn Miller did not practice today. He should be fine. Tremaine Edmonds did not practice today. Wow. Can I keep going down? Gregory What's Rousseau. It? Do you, do you know the spread off the top of your head? Is, and is it moving? It did move, I think. Yeah, it did move. It moved from six to three and a half or five to three and a half. So that sounds about right. I didn't yeah. check it today. I jumped on early, by the way, because I, I, I saw that injury. I immediately bet on the Vikings. What's all this Case Keenum talk? You're like gas well, me up that Case Keenum's going to be able to gonna do He's going to be this. great, but I knew, the line, I knew that the line would change drastically. Uh, I, you know, the Vikings, I have no idea if they're good. Don't have the slightest idea because they seem to want to play down to or up to whoever yeah. they're playing. So this is going to be a close game. I would love for Case to play and do well. That'd be really fun. I think, you know I'm, what? I'm I, praying that Case plays well <laughs> if he plays. I'm. You want him to play well. I'm praying that he plays well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I am too. But I think there's so many positive vibes with Case Keenum in that organization. I don't think Case is going to be afraid of that moment. I think he's dying to get a hold of this offense a little bit. I think Josh, he's probably saying to Josh, Josh, you sit out a week. Uh, I'll throw the ball to Gabe Davis <laughs> and Diggs and all these guys. Just let me let me try. I guess his former team. Don't you love that symmetry right there? Yeah, I do. Except when we had Case Keenum on the show Remember he told us the story that Stefan Diggs didn't have his number in his phone? I yeah. think <laughs> oh, yeah. I know these guys have this great moment with the Minneapolis miracle, but like, you know, Kay sent him a text message, hey, I'm coming to Buffalo, and Stefan Diggs texting well, him back, who dis? Do you think Diggs <laughs> yeah, but do you think Diggs cares if he's throwing him the ball? No, I don't. <laughs> he's gonna he catch, catch everything. It, it doesn't matter, he can catch anything. Anthony is in South Carolina. Anthony, how's it going? Hey Maggie, I got a question for you. Go ahead. Okay, if Josh Allen opened it, who is your running back? Because he is your running back, yep. he is your quarterback. 
<laughs> oh, Anthony, he doesn't just do that. He gets the towels for everybody. I think yeah. he's taping up ankles. He's passing out Gatorade. He does everything for the team. Is he list- Is the running back chart listed as injury as well? That's a great question. <laughs> is he I- on both injury re- yeah. reports? He's listed as a quarterback injury and a running back injury. Anthony, it's a, it's a great question. Are they going to be able to establish the run if Josh Allen can't play? And how about this? How about if Josh Allen can play? You know, maybe this is not maybe the game where you want him throwing the ball 40 times if you have to, which what does that mean? You might have to get out to an early lead and you're going to have to try to hold on to it by running the ball. Now, easier said than done, but you might want to you have to worry about Justin Jefferson as well. Although Jefferson had a huge drop last week. I think Tredavious White may be coming back this week. Now, again, this is his first game back off of a major injury. So, hey, congrats. You get to go up against Justin Jefferson. And by the way, Tredavious White's been in games where other receivers have had big games as well. Yeah, but he's an all-pro. I mean, he's a great corner. Okay. You're not worried about Justin Jefferson with Tredavious? Of course I'm. I'm worried about everything. I'm worried about what the weather's going to be. I'm worried about everything. This is that's a rhetorical question. You're worried about shirtless Kirk Cousins? Is that if they win and he does some big celebration, <sighs> is that going to live in your nightmares? Yes. It Why is. Why am I enjoying this so much? It is going <laughs> to. Really I, I think the Bills no, are going to win the game. Losing to the Jets is 1000 times worse than losing to the Vikings. The, yeah. the Bills and the Vikings. The, the only thing that they have in common is a shared history of misery. Yeah, yeah, they they're good at losing <laughs> losing Bulls. big games. Yeah, I I think this game, because of Josh Allen injury, it's not really going to be... It's not going to be perceived long-term as a strength or a weakness, no matter what they do here. I think this game, I would even say the Browns game. Like, just be healthy for when you play New England, the Jets, and Miami three games in a row. That's what it's got to be. The AFC beast. And you know why the AFC is good, right? The AFC East. Because they drew the NFC North, which is, because of Aaron Rodgers, uh, complete disarray. So and that's why the NFC East is good because they drew the AFC South. It's all scheduling, Maggie. I'm not going to back off my AFC East is overrated take. Never. I, I, it. How long are we going to draw this out? Like We're when three really, AFC East teams make the playoffs, will that be enough? No, because will finally if they give all them get shellacked. Uh, I don't know if they're going to get shellacked. Well, not Buffalo, but the other two will. Man, coming up, the most cringeworthy soundbite you have to hear. We're going to play it next. Don't move. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.